So what would be some objectives and reasons why a person would want to know more about portfolio management? One of the reasons why someone want to know more about portfolio management is because it makes you more profitable. Mm -hmm. Because the more you know about what your money, where your money is, and what it's doing and what it's not doing, you know, then you can make changes mm -hmm. to make it more profitable. Right, profitability, um, capital appreciation. Right. Yes. So for tax reasons. You might want to hold on to an asset for a year so that you can get long, so that when you do cash it out or whatever, then you only pay long-term capital gains as opposed to short-term capital gains. Right, because there's a tax <coughs> penalty otherwise. Yep. Yes. Um, good point. Um, let's see what else. So you obviously want to maximize your returns on your investments. Yep. Yeah. Um, you want to risk uh, optimize your portfolio yep. um, so that you can be aware of downward trends immediately and not, you know, because they do happen. Right. I mean, because like, you know, I could have set up something in my IRA, my self-directed IRA, you know, and it's going great. Like, oh, those cannabis stocks were booming, you know, during the last half of 2021, mm -hmm. you know, but now they're slumping. You right. know, should I reallocate, should I sell them and put them into something that's, you know, more lucrative now? Oh boy, there's, that's a whole topic, you know, that we could really explore, you know, stock by stock. So many case scenarios of that happening. Yeah. Throughout COVID. Yes. You know, even happening with crypto, you know, with certain coins, mm -hmm. as we know. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah <laughs> to a few coins during COVID, you know. Not everybody took advantage of that option and opportunity during that weak uh, point in our society. I did. I know you did. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe some of our viewers and listeners are thinking more so along those lines, like what if another emergency happens? I need to have another, you know, skill set, you know, so I need to expand my curiosity or my skill set you know within my portfolio make it grow you know be less of an amateur <laughs> you know learning new skills is always great yes so that would be an objective obviously and to make money you know we all know this um, and also to ensure flexibility within your portfolio as you mentioned, being able to move different things around and anticipate, you know, positive and negative though. How might the process of portfolio management look like? Because when you started talking about all of your fan, and I know you and all your fancy spreadsheets and this and that and the doohickeys and the drive this and all this other stuff, you know, not everybody is all that proficient, you know, with their management. Um, True, they, and then it can use something like this. Right, so, you know? so let's talk about how simple versus how complex or what the different forms of the process might look like. You know, you can make it 
uh, as complex or as simple as you want, you know, depending upon your proficiency level, you know, as far as being an investor. Yeah, I, I, there's, I mean, there's a whiteboard approach. Uh-huh. You know, I always used to like to, you know, put everything up on the whiteboard, you know, yes. because then I could sit back and I could look at it and I could, you know. Yeah. Like a beautiful mind. Yes, yeah, yes. like a beautiful mind, you know. Trade of trading is wonderful. <laughs> I, I, I live that, yes. But the only thing about that is, is that, you know, it's not portable. No, and nobody else can make any sense of it. Right. Except for your crazy trading mind. <laughs> and even if anybody had to lay hands on your complex system, I mean, it would take a team of us to <laughs> decipher it all. It'd be like, it'd be like the Shirley hieroglyphics, you know, of us trying to figure it out. But if we follow kind of an eight-step process, you know, of portfolio management, I think that we could wrap our brains around the concept, you know, from a more simplistic okay. system, you know. And then once we are as, I don't know how, how I would describe you, so tech-savvy, um, you know, it's just in your blood. But for the rest of us, <laughs> step one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we need to identify your objectives. And so you would reduce that to writing. Right. You know, in whatever fashion, whatever form that you want that to be. It could be a notebook, could be your whatever uh, device that you want to use. Um, step two. <laughs> you want to estimate your capital market. So you want to try to just get a bird's eye view of whatever you're going to dabble in. Right. You know, <clears throat> and structure that in writing in some loose form, you know, in buckets or categories. I, as you know, I like to, to look at it. Like maybe it could just be a pie chart. Okay. You know, like maybe you just draw a nice, simple visual aid and you say this person, just like a financial advisor or a financial counselor would do for you. You know, they would say, okay, you want to put 10% of your monies into this category each month or each paycheck, whatever. However, you're, however you want to structure it. You know, you can have a certain amount of money that's coming from one, two, three, seven, ten different sources, you know. Um, but you want to try to, to look at that market, you know, that you want to dabble in. So, just so, just so I have it straight, and so that our listener, listeners okay. are clear. Okay. So that would be like, all right, I'm allocating like a hundred dollars, be it a month or a week or whatever. Okay. I'm like, so I got this hundred dollars. Okay. For per time period, and then I'm gonna say, all right, I'm gonna take like half of this hundred dollars. And I'm going to put it into um, crypto. Okay. And then I'm going to take like forty the forty percent, and I'm going to put it into stocks. Okay. And then I might take like ten percent. Okay. And have some wild hair, and I'm going to go into the forex market. Oh well, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ten percent. You know, because that's that's it's high risk, you know. Yeah. You know, so I'm, you know, ten percent, you know. Okay, so your so your pie graph would look very simple. It would look like fifty percent, right? Fifty dollars, right? To this category, 
$40, 40% goes to this category and the little 10% goes to your high risk category. Right. You know, 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's a simple way. And then, of course, you know what we want is to add zeros. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and repeat the same process and concepts, just add zeros. Rinse and repeat. There you go. Step three. You want to make decisions about your asset allocation. So you kind of helped us with that um, in your uh, example that you gave us earlier. Um, but other decisions might be what as far as the asset allocation? Okay, so now that I got like, okay, so I'm going to say 50% in, 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 crypto. in crypto. So I might say 50% of that I might put in Bitcoin. Okay. You know? And then I might say, okay, well, then the rest of it is going to be in some other type of altcoin because an altcoin is anything that is not Bitcoin. And so I'll say, okay, well, I'm going to put like 20% um, into Cardano and then I'll put like the rest of it in like various other ones. Don't tell all your secrets. <laughs> okay. And then, <laughs> you know, of my 40%... Allocation for uh, stocks, you know, I might put like, you know, half of that into like dividend stocks, mm -hmm. you know, long term stocks that's going to provide me dividends, yes. you know, and then have the dividends reinvest. Yes. And then, so then that would give me, you know, the rest of it to play with with as I will so I, I say so maybe out of that out of this you know I'm gonna be willy-nilly because I have another another source not from this hundred dollars periodically mm -hmm. that's going into my retirement fund so I don't have right. to worry about that so I'm gonna be willy-nilly and wild and reckless with this excess part of the pie right exactly that's a good way to look at it and structure it yes mentally you know step four formulate suitable portfolio strategies there's so many strategies you, you've helped us to strategize in your case scenario examples um, so much as it is I think that there's so many strategies um, that this episode would be exceedingly lengthy. Right, yeah. <laughs> if we were to really break down every possible strategy, um, as we've already talked about, you know, there's strategies for Forex, there's strategies for crypto, there's strategies for stocks, there's strategies for dividends, stocks versus, you know, uh, ETFs, you know, all kinds of different strategies within every category and subcategory that you can possibly imagine. So the idea is just to be aware of different strategies that you can implement within your pie chart. Step five, select profitable investment examples and also securities for your portfolio. So here we go with actually selecting finitely, reducing to writing, I want or I have this, 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 this in crypto. I have these, 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 these in your stocks. I have this, this, and this in your Forex for your example. Right. Right. Yeah, and putting it down in writing, 
is so important because, you know, you can verbalize it, you can talk to people about it, but when you put it down in writing, it's a, the, the first step of fully bringing it into reality mm-hmm. is the writing it down. Absolutely, and in a sense, it, it's your own goal setting in front of your face that you can put a timeline on, you can manage, you can update it, it has benchmarks, you can check them off, you can feel successful, and you can be accountable to your own portfolio rather than just to, you know, be one of those people <laughs> that sinks, oh, I put four grand into whatever and I let it sit there and it just drained and I just have nothing. Like, oh. Okay, well, that was on you for number one, putting all of your eggs into one basket and then just leaving the basket and not even caring. Right, you abandoned that basket. All right. <laughs> right, <laughs> so yeah. You just left it. But that's on you. Don't be that guy. Seems to always be a guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I hear that story from Femme Finance. <laughs> Step six implement your portfolio. So now the first five steps are you wrapping your brain around it in writing and structuring your game plan. And now you're in the game on step five or step six. Sorry. <laughs> Um, what would that implementation be? It would be actually setting up accounts. It would be putting money into things. It would be setting up a recurring, you know, weekly or monthly, you know, draw um, of money to put into your 50% crypto, your 40% stocks, or your 10% Forex in your example. Yes, I uh, <clears throat> I like to set up the automatic deposits mm-hmm. where maybe it's only $20 a week, uh-huh. you know, that I have come out of my checking account and go straight to the exchange so that, you know, maybe I don't trade that right away. You know, maybe I just, you know, I'm waiting you know, until I have like, you know, $200 or $300 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, before I implement, you know, that strategy that, you know, of buying whatever asset or security that I, you know, wrote down that I wanted to buy to, to implement my plan. Right. And now we're at step seven. So you want to evaluate and revise your portfolio. So now you've got it rocking and rolling and you want to change some things around, you know, as time goes on. Um, And that time could be a short period of time. You could realize that, you know, you selected a couple bad crypto coins, you know. Yeah. And uh, you see it dwindling very quickly or there's something that happens within, you know, our society or our government or, you know, something that happens um, to where you need to immediately, you know, move some things around. I I had, I have done some stuff where I had, you know, was doing like monthly rebalancing, mm-hmm. you know, but now I'm starting to think, well, I think that weekly might be a better call, you know, I even though, totally agree. you know, I might have to pay additional fees, trading fees or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. that's also better than losing money. Yes. You know, so it kind of balances out. So I think 
I might err on the side of more attention. So, so increasing your your level right now of your portfolio management. Right. Yes. And that can change. You know, different different factors um, come into play. Our last step eight would be exactly what you just started talking about, which is rebalancing the composition of your portfolio. When it, should the need arise, right? <laughs> in whatever form. Yes. So to recap, portfolio management is there's a lot that goes with it. Yes. And so to have a written plan will help you in centralizing your portfolio data because you will over time have a lot of data to work with yes <laughs> within your portfolio um, what happens can you speak on with your fancy spreadsheets and bells and whistles and doohickey for the rest of us who may lack such a an, an automated tech savvy approach to portfolio management how can we simplify what you do if we're just starting off? I just get a sheet of paper. Okay. I get a sheet of paper and I write down what assets do I have. Mm -hmm. I, ask, I write down the name of the asset, the symbol of the asset. I write down how, many, how much of the asset I have. Mm -hmm. I write down where it is located. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, someplace else or uh, I might write down what I intend to do with it. Mm -hmm. You know, what are my, my goals for it? Do, do mm -hmm. I intend to sell it at a certain, um, you know, price or whatever? And mm -hmm. so that I can come back to that later. And it's also great for historical reasons. Nah. You know, like, you know, 10 years from now, I can look back and say, oh, look, you know. Look where I came from. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Shirley, I feel like our viewers and listeners would agree that we have offered some diverse portfolio management options. Would you? I do. Okay, good. And thank you for joining us today. And I hope that you have a great day. And don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. Yes. We will see you next week with our next topic. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.